The Sons of Liberty is a politically neutral organization. We believe that the Judeo-Christian ethic has provided the principles upon which this nation was founded. It is our belief that these principles provide not only the foundation and framework for American government and society, but are also essential to the maintenance of a fair and just society. All program content is based on a Christian biblical worldview. One of you said to me recently that we shouldn't rock the boat. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you that I am a boat rocker. Welcome Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, liberals, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, RSTV, WXYZ people, all the boat rockers who are in the house, and anybody else I may have missed you, the Red, the Sons of Liberty radio show, you're on Red State Talk Radio, where we use the Bible and the Constitution not to see who's on the right or the left, but to see who is on the straight and narrow. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S. occupied state of South Carolina, the editor at SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. And for Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that Allah warned you about. I hold to the book, the Bible, as the authoritative word of God. Glad that you guys have joined us here this morning. Excuse me, I I got something right in my throat right as I got ready to start. So, excuse me, just one moment. This is my tangy tangerine with orange juice. And it's more peachy than it is anything. Anyway. Hit something in my throat there. If you would like to check us out online, please do so. SonsofLibertyRadio.com and SonsofLibertyMedia.com. In fact, if you want to watch the video portion of the radio show, <clears throat> head over to SonsofLibertyMedia.com. And uh, we are, well, we will be going live right here uh, in just a moment. Well, we are live there. Uh, I didn't remember if I had, had clicked on that to start that. That's going on right on the right side of the page, right under Bradley's video. This is the morning show. You can click that. Anytime you don't find us on the platform, you can't read something on the platform or whatever, you can go to sonsoflibertymedia.com or right there on the right side of the page and watch the video portion of the radio show. You can also catch us on <clears throat> Twitter at BradleyDean1, Periscope and Twitch at Setting Brushfires, Facebook at BradleyDeanSOL, our YouTube channel, just look up Bradley Dean and you'll find us. Before it's news.com or right there on the front page right now. Also, DLive.TV at The Sons of Liberty. And Cutting Edge TV on Roku uh, has also picked up the show, both the morning show and the afternoon show, which comes on at 3 p.m. Eastern Time. You can catch Bradley at that time. In fact, today you get him for two hours. So some of you guys are excited about uh, Bradley on the um, uh, in the afternoon show. You can catch him for two hours today on Saturdays. He's on air for two hours, 3 to 5 uh, Eastern Time, 2 to 4 Central Time. If you would like to help us with our expenses, we just let you know that we have a need. We don't uh, ask you for money. We just tell you we have a need and how you can meet that need if you have the ability to do so and you desire to do so. Go to SonsLibertyMedia.com. There's a donate button right at the top. You can click that and you can make a one-time donation. Um, You can also go over uh, to the left side of the top of the page. Become a son or daughter of liberty. This is a... um, We should all do two show, two hour shows. Ah, yeah. 
we could get rid of some other stuff, Jeff. <laughs> so we could do that. That'd be great. Um, yeah, because I'd rather do two hours of radio than than all these articles and stuff. I'm, that's just me. Um, become a son or daughter of Liberty. You can do that, uh, as a monthly partner with us. You can set that up. It's once a month it comes out and you set it up one time. It's painless and all the, all the other, and it really does help us. And guys, we really appreciate you not only in the chat and on the radio and now you guys on Roku and some of these other outlets, we really appreciate your support just by being there. It means a lot and sharing the articles that we have, uh, pick up something in our store. We've got a button for that there at sonslibertymedia.com. Um, <clears throat> speaking of sharing the articles on Sons of Liberty Media. There is a box here where you can click and put in your email. We don't sell it. We don't rent it. We don't spam you. You get one email a day. comes in the evening. All the articles that I do or Bradley does or our contributors do, contributors do all of those are there. And uh, you get on the mailing list, and that's all you get, really. We, we don't put anything else out except that, and we don't rent you out like other outlets do for money. We don't sell your sell the list or spam you. We really don't. And uh, that helps you get the articles that we talk about. Um, and the archive is in there every day, too, uh, of the show that I do, that I tell you about, that I'll say it'll be archived. Here's the documentation. Here's the articles. Here's the video stuff. If you want to be able to share it, some of you asked during the chat, hey, can you put the link up to this or do that or whatever? All that's in there every day with the same title as whatever you're on the video platforms. Now, with that said, I know a lot of you guys tune in for Kate on Saturdays and uh, <clears throat> Kate contacted me last minute. They've, they've got several things going on over there in um, England among those, as you know, and we heard last week, the, the whole tier four stuff. And she's got that going on while she's trying to sell her house, uh, which has been going on for some time actually, but uh, she's got that um, the pensions issue, <clears throat> which if, if you were paying attention earlier this year, they're basically stealing the pensions out from under the people over there in the UK. And don't think that's not going to happen here in the US too. Don't think that's not going to happen. I know they're telling you, oh, economy is booming. It's skyrocketing. They're basing that off of inflated numbers on Wall Street. And by the way, I told you that we were going to um, be doing a show with Victor on the greatest economy in American history, or so we're told. And, uh, of course, we had the thing where he and his wife had gotten sick. Uh, they've been trying to move. I spoke with them the other night, New Year's Eve night. And we're going to try to bring that to you once it's determined who's going into office in near the end of January. Okay, That way, we can simply go to it and we'll say, this is the way it is, no matter who's in there. If it's a Biden in there, if it's a Trump in there, whatever the case may be, we can start showing you why when you're told the economy's booming, they're actually lying to you, okay? And so <clears throat> with that, uh, yes, AJ, I'm, I'm, I'm going to reply to AJ. I did see the link of that in the video description. Thank you very much for sending that. That's on the um, extended body cam footage that I played yesterday on the show. And I'm going to play some, some video footage today. I know people who are listening by Red State Talk Radio, you can't see that. And so it sounds silly for me to play the the video, but you'll hear the lady as she goes through. Um, and we're going to talk about that this morning and some other things. What happens when you start going around and you want to see for yourself whether or not what you're being told on the boob tube, or as uh, Kate says, the idiot's lantern, 
whether you're being told the truth or not. What happens when you're told that the hospitals are at maximum capacity? All these people are dying. It's like a war zone, despite the choreographed dancing routines of many doctors and nurses. What happens when you're a person that says, I just want to kind of find out for myself? Now, if you remember earlier this year, Richie from Boston got in his car and went all around the United States. And he was going in all these big hospitals because they were told, oh, they're just overflowing. It's like a war zone and we need so much help and all this money and we need a national emergency and blah, 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 blah. And he was going in hospital after hospital after hospital, coast to coast, north to south. There was nobody, there was nobody in there for the, um, the beer bug, right? Nobody was in there for that. So it was interesting because he would ask even the attendants who were there, uh, you know, where are the, where are the people at? And there were other people who were kind of picking up on what he was doing. They were doing it locally, but he was going around the country doing it. And it was very interesting because even the attendants, you know, they're ready to swab you or give you a mask, but they didn't, they didn't really see a lot of people coming in. Okay. They, they really didn't see a lot of people coming in. And uh, that was, that was quite interesting. So there's a lady in the UK. And at first I kind of thought, well, it, it, Maybe it's a made-up story because they're saying she's arrested. They give her age, but they don't give a name. And usually when you have an arrest, that becomes a public record and you can identify who it is. And even they updated the story um, out of Gloucester. Now, I know I'm pretty sure I'm saying that right because I have my little uh, British Lolita. Gloucestershire. 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 That's the place, all right? Gloucestershire. Just so we were clear, uh, if Wes is listening this Gloucestershire. morning, that's for you. Because uh, he likes to hear English people pronounce the words. <clears throat> so Gloucestershire, Royal Hospital. Woman hears about all this death, this, you know, being full and all of this kind of stuff. And she wants to go inspect it herself. <clears throat> Now, this comes from GloucestershireLive.co.uk. She got arrested for doing this. Okay? Uh, That's a great time for you, Brian, you silly man. (laughs) I told you, I like to sing, I just can't sing. Um, And we want people to stay on the show. We We don't want to drive them away, trust me. So, this was the story... Here and they had up. You can see they updated it. <clears throat> it was amended to reflect the bell is until January, not later this month. Of course, this was um, when it was still December. So this is the this is the article that's there, uh, and I'll have this in the archive so you guys can check it out. But our friend uh, Max Slavo he took and made an article out of this that we carried at SonsOfLibertyMedia.com um, day before yesterday. And so, in spite of the media's lies, public data shows that the hospitals are indeed emptier than at this time last year, before the the beer bug did its, you know, the propaganda came out, right? 
beds being at 89% occupancy compared to 95% occupancy in December 2019. In regions across the country, critical care occupancy rates are also lower than the three-year average, according to a report by Zero Hedge. And I'm going to show you those numbers here in just a moment so that you know that I'm not pulling your leg. This 46-year-old woman, though, was arrested by the police at the commands of the ruling class. That's the elitist tyrants is who they are. For filming the inside of the hospital. Now, this is going to shock you because it looks like the people just, like the sick people, the doctors and the nurses just all went on holiday. And I know that's a UK version for vacation. Right? That uh, she's been charged on suspicion of public or of a public order offense. What is that? What, what crime was committed? I walked through the hospital with my camera phone, and it's absolutely incredible. Um, so. The woman has been bailed to return to police on the 21st of January with conditions that she cannot enter any NHS premises or the grounds of any such premises unless in the case of an emergency or to attend a prearranged NHS appointment, said a statement by Gleichester Police. Or, or unless, I guess, she's going to go get the, uh, the beer bug vaccine. And that's a, that's a possibility too. Okay, so here's the lady's video, and again, if I need to narrate for the the people who are listening by Red State Talk Radio, uh, I'll do that. The, again, the number is two one five Top Talk two one five eight six seven eight two five five. You want to call in on the subject? Love to hear from you this morning. Here's the video, and I'll, I'll narrate where I need to. But uh, the lady is going to tell you a lot of the stuff that's going on here. Empty hospital. Look, look at it. This is a disgrace. I've never seen... Oh, my God, look at this. It is so dead. I mean, you can't even hear anything in there except her walking. Please do not sit here. Yeah, not much chance of that, is there? (laughs) All the people in our country desperately waiting for treatment, cancer treatment, heart disease. Look at this. This, Honestly, this is making me so angry walking around here. This is making me angry. Yeah, and they're keeping people from things that they actually need. Real, real serious. Shut the hell out of this guy's truth. Look at the truth here. Traumatic kind of medicine. Do not come back to this place with bullshit when there's a completely oh, me, I'm empty sorry about hospital. That. I didn't I'm walking realize around. There was some language. I'm so angry. Not only am I angry for all the people. Look, I'm looking into a ward. Look, look at this ward here. What is this ward? Minor injury units. This is a minor injury unit. Nobody's oh my god, look at it. All the people this time of year that would normally be in here do not being denied treatment. This is a disgrace. I am so angry. <sighs> I mean, there is nobody in this. I, to be honest, ward I wasn't e- expecting it to be quite as quiet as this. I expected a few more people around. There's absolutely nobody. No security. Where's the security staff? I haven't even seen them. There's a bag of trash on the floor. Lights off in there. Cardiology. Look, lights are off. This is in. This is in England. This is in Gloucester. Look at this. Macmillan. 
This is disgusting. Macmillan Gloucestershire. Gloucestershire. Of course, Macmillan, for those of you that don't know, have been key in the privatization of the NHS, where these huge companies, pharmaceutical companies, have come in and taken over and privatized everything. Remember that. When you do these stupid things online for Macmillan, don't get involved. They are a disgrace. Macmillan is a disgrace. So the canteen is closed. The shop... I've been in this hospital before for various things, and this shop is normally... Well, there you go. Um, yeah. The fact that the hospitals are full and you see this stuff right here, I got one thing. That's what's going on. This is a joke. It is a scam. It is... I mean, it's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. Now, this lady is arrested for doing that right there. Taking that video putting it out, and showing the people they're being lied to. Day after, for months, we've been lied to. Okay? That's all she did. She's arrested for that. So, and this is from um, Mac's article on SonsLibertyMedia.com. Almost all of the emergency Nightingale hospitals that were built at a cost of 220 million pounds to handle overflow COVID patients were never used and are now being dismantled just like they were in the United States, in D.C., in New York, in Washington, without, without taking care of a single patient. And I might add, okay, because we use the Bible and the Constitution. Nowhere, and again, I, I shouldn't have to, I, I really shouldn't have to go through this every time, but for some people, they don't want to pick, they don't want to pick up their constitution, and they don't want to pick up their Bible. And why are they so important? Because Jesus said, you're, you know, you're, there's no need to take oaths. Let your yes be yes, and your no, no. Okay? Now, Article 1 lays out the things Congress can legislate on. Those things that they can legislate on, and I'm talking about the United States, I know I'm not talking about Britain, uh, but the thing is, is that we had the same kind of nonsense going on here. Okay? So the things they can legislate on are things that money can be spent on. In other words, they can write spending bills to spend money on the things they can legislate on, which are 18 to 21, 22 things, depending on how you break them down. But they're in Article 1, okay? That means, folks, if they can only legislate on those things and they can only spend money on those things, that to be constitutional, a president can only sign legislation that is geared towards Article 1 or if it's a spending bill that's spending money only on things in Article 1. This is why it drives me batty for people to come in and point the finger at Democrats, and rightly so, in the writing of legislation, okay, or Republicans in the writing of legislation that's unconstitutional, but they want to justify the president and saying, well, what else can he do? What choice does he have? Do you know what that's like? Let me tell you what that's like. It's like saying... The Democrats put the bullets in the gun, but the president pointed it at a person and pulled the trigger. 
You see, they're both in it together because neither one of them are standing up for the Constitution. And so what happened earlier this year? National emergency. You don't see that in here at all. It's not in here. If you think it's in here, 215-TOP-TALK, 215-867-8255, it's not in here. And nowhere in here or is does the president have the authority to call up the military to go start building makeshift hospitals for things that have nothing to do with what their purpose is and spending millions of your dollars or billions in some cases of buying up vaccines, lying to you and telling you they're safe and effective when we know they're not, orchestrating tens of billions of dollars to get the army involved in mobilizing and getting these vaccines out, all of that's unconstitutional. And it's across the board. And it drives me crazy that people can't see this. It really drives me crazy. It really does. But here's what they did. Almost all of the emergency Nightingale hospitals that were built at a cost of 220 million pounds to handle overflow COVID patients were never used and are now being dismantled. Many have also questioned why nurses have had time to perform carefully rehearsed choreographed dances for social media clout and now they're crying, oh, we don't want to take that vaccine. Don't make us take that vaccine. Well, you dummies. Instead of letting your ego being built up from the strokes you were getting from government and everything else, and I don't know what's dinging here. Instead of doing that, you should have been out speaking the truth. That's what you should have been doing. You should have been speaking the truth. Instead of attacking people like Kate Shimarani who are out there sharing the truth, you should have been there by her side. Instead, you were attacking. People were coming on our channel and attacking her. I hope you I hope some of you that, that do that get your vaccine. Because one way or another, you're going to get what's coming to you if you don't repent, that's for sure. So many have questioned about this, about these these carefully choreographed dances with family members of cancer victims who have been denied treatment, complaining about their insensitivity. Exactly right. Now here, Paul Joseph Watson pulled the numbers here. Critical care bed occupancy rates versus a three-year average. Here's what he found out. East of England, it looks like over a three-year period, they are pushing somewhere around, I want to say 75%. But as of December the 20th, 2020, they were maybe like 3 or 4% under that. In London, it's the same thing, except it was upwards of, it looks like probably close to 90% is what they had over a three-year period. And so they're back off another three, 2 or 3% off of that. So in all of these cases, whether it's the Midlands, London, East England, Northeast and Yorkshire, Northwest, Southeast, Southwest, over a three-year period, they have had, and this is from 2017, December 2017 to 2019, they've had less people occupying beds in the hospital as of December 20th, 2020, than they had from December 17th, 2017 to 2019. And in some of these, it's pretty significant. It's more, it's, 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 it's almost 20% less, like in the Midlands and Northwest, according to the numbers that he has here. And um, 
He's going to see where he got this. Uh, the Spectator. Anyway, um, you can see this at SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. We'll have that up there uh, later for you to check that out if you want to do your own research on it. Again, not telling you just to take our word for it. I'm showing it to you. Those of you who are watching, the guys who are listening by Red State Talk Radio, you're not, you're not seeing it, but it'll be there later this morning. Actually, this is right there. This is there now. It's called UK Woman Arrested for Documenting COVID Lies of the Ruling Class's Official Narrative. Now, that's going out on Twitter. It's making the rounds on Twitter. And we know what Twitter's doing, right? <laughs> yeah. They're, they're out there banning quote-unquote conservatives. Some people wouldn't call themselves conservative, even though they're probably more conservative than conservatives in a lot of cases. But no problem with um, you know Antifa, no problem with jihadis, no problem with putting out um, pedophiles, no problem with um, transgender stuff, no problem with... Um, you know, some of these people in uh, the rock industry and, and their depravity they put out or the porn industry and what the stuff they put out and all that. Oh, we can leave that up. But we just cannot have you guys uh, telling the truth when it comes to what's what's the uh, the facade that's being pulled down around your ears concerning politics or the propaganda that's coming out over the, 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 the beer bug. We, we can't have that at all. Okay. So, you've got these kinds of things going on. Now, it, this week has had other things, too. Okay? And again, remember, the devil is a deceiver. Now, it's one thing, let me be clear, it's one thing if a person's in error. They don't have all the information to make an accurate kind of decision about something. Or they've been taught something wrong and they don't know any better. That's one thing. Some of this that we're dealing with under this, what we got going on right here, people know it. That's my cat trying to play the piano over there. (laughs) Some of the people know it. They know exactly what's going on, and they don't care, and they keep lying about it. They're lying about it. So... We got a woman who's basically pulling the UK version of a Richie in Boston locally. Okay? A Richie from Boston, sorry. But there's some other things that's going on this week, too. With the rollout of this vaccine, and I'm telling you, over the next month or so, in the mainstream media, you're probably not going to be seeing a lot of the adverse effects that come out. I played for you earlier this week. Uh, you know, this dear lady who's a nurse in Tennessee, I mean, phew. it just breaks your heart to hear her talk about getting the Bell's palsy after she got the vaccine. And you just can't bring yourself to say, I told you so. But it's like, this is a woman who works in that industry. It's not like she didn't have access to the information. She did have access to the information. And she chose to just trust those people. And i got to tell you, this is why Big Pharma needs to be held accountable. They have broken the public trust, and the politicians have emboldened them to put this junk out in a matter of months. Now, honestly, I don't think they've been working on it just a matter of months. 
They already had a vaccine in the works in February of this year. Covered that too. They already had that in the works. Then Donald Trump jumps in because he's the P.T. Barnum. Obviously, he's got to sell it. Operation Warp Speed. Right? Billions of your money going unconstitutionally to military to get them not to defend the country, but to distribute vaccines. It's, it's the equivalent of the, 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 the Democrats' version of using the military for meals on wheels. That's what it is. It's not being used for anything that we read in the Constitution. So we, we do that. We put it out here. Now there's allegedly 2.1 million people in the United States have apparently bought into the vaccine propaganda. In other words, they went and got their jab. All right. Um, and the interesting thing is, right on the heels of it, right as this is coming out, what kind of propaganda are we getting behind that? There's a super coronavirus, a COVID bug, right? There's a super COVID bug. It's mutated. Oh. Now, you can expect this every year from now to eternity. Or now until America just collapses. And then you're probably still going to hear it. Um, a few weeks ago, Kate had made mention of a film that was coming out. It came out... When did it come out? Thanksgiving? Or something. I, don't, I don't know when it was. Songbird. It's basically about this virus that had escalated, or allegedly escalated. It was COVID-23 by that time. The The country was in, ah, I don't know how many weeks of lockdown. It was like 200 and something weeks of lockdown. The cities had just turned into a mess. They had these concentration camps where they just dumped people out there. It was like, it was like looking at something out of a Central American country that's really poor, you know, where they just kind of have makeshift metal roofs and little boxes for houses, and it's just very... I mean, it just looked trashy. And these people were supposedly sick, and they just dumped them off there to die. And anybody that was around them, whether they were sick or not, were dumped off to die. The interesting thing about that film was, at the end, do you know what it was all about? It wasn't about people being sick. It was about people making money off of the scam that it was by selling people little bracelets that said they were immune so they could go and do whatever they wanted. It was a scam. It was about money. That's what it's about. I'm not going to say, I'm not, look, figure your own opinion out over what this is, what this is really about, but there's, there's definitely control and there's definitely money involved. So you got this, you got 2.1 million people, allegedly, who have participated in this. And by the way, I'll remind you, the scientists there from the World Health Organization said they don't have enough information to know whether this vaccine is effective or not. I played the video for you. We've got, the, uh, we've got it up on sonsoflibertymedia.com. Put in who scientist and you'll, you'll see... Um, the video of her saying those words. They just don't have the information on it. So there is a um, uh, Miss Patel, Kavita Patel, MD. 
she tweeted out, For all those social media posts of people gathering over the holidays that are making me cringe, send them this article. If one person with you has COVID-19, how long are you safe? <laughs> Her clinic is one of the uh, sites that is part of the vaccination strategy in the District of Criminals, I mean District of Columbia. She said in an interview on MSNBC, Patel is doing her best now to convince Americans to take the shot. She said in October, we heard from Operation Warp Speed that we would have 100 million doses by year end. We kind of thought that was unreasonable. Well, no, it's not unreasonable. They had already stocked millions of these vaccines. We were told that before it was ever approved. They were stocking it. General Perna had told people in 60 Minutes they had done this. They were going to ramrod this through, folks. That that was it. That the fix was in a long time ago. They just played the WWE match for you. Then the expectation dropped to 40 million, and then to 20 million by the end of December. We have dosed 2.2 million dollars, or 2.2 million, which is far short of that 20 million. That's what she says. The failure to meet vaccine targets feels like a letdown in so many ways, but I'm not surprised. Sadly, given how testing has gone, tracing is not existing at all, and how we're getting caught off guard by this new virus variant because of our lack of uh, genomic surveillance. I I just have never seen people just so worked up over something like this. I really haven't. And apparently this propaganda has cured all kinds of other stuff. Okay? I mean, it's cured all kinds of other things that that aren't even being reported anymore. I told you about the guy, the pharmacist of 43 years saying they haven't even prescribed any of the the generic flu medicine. His buddy, who has 75 accounts where they sell that generic flu medicine across the country, says they haven't sold any, and they're in the midst of the flu season. If you ask me, they're taking and piling all these other things in on this one thing. That's my assessment of it. I don't know how you come to any other assessment. Now we've got a Swiss patient, it's being reported, who died after receiving the Pfizer COVID vaccine. This was earlier this week as well. All right? And remember, we covered these adverse effects. The media doesn't tell you that there's that death is one of the adverse effects of the vaccine, do they? Does the president come on and tell you, look, You're really playing Russian roulette with the vaccine. Except every barrel's loaded and each bullet can be a particular adverse effect. You can get fatigued, you can pass out, you can die, you can get Bell's palsy. There's a number of things that are in here that you can get. So according to these reports, in the Israeli press, a 75-year-old man from... Beit Shan, see, I didn't put this one in the little thing where I have the lady reading out the pronunciation. So, he died Monday morning from a heart attack about two hours after receiving the vaccine. Oh, by the way, that reminds me. Did you guys 
read the story of the 41-year-old guy who had, uh, he was a congressman-elect, died of COVID, right? And now his family's calling it out, saying, no, 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 no. They said he was given a procedure, and he got a blood clot, and it basically stopped his heart. And by the way, we, were, we had um, uh, our pastor and his family over last night for dinner, and we were talking about that, and my pastor actually sent me the information. We're going to try to get um, uh, the guy's uh, pastor on, because the guy's pastor was saying, they have said this is going on, and that is not what happened to the guy at all. He did not die of COVID. Okay, so we're going to see if we can get that pastor on to kind of walk us through some of the stuff because this needs to get out in the open too. Okay, and I forget the the, the young man's name because he's he's forty one. He's young, as far as I'm concerned. I know it's considered the back nine. I get it, but he's still he's still young. In my view. So we've got this guy, this patient, he's received the vaccine at 8.30 in the morning and then waited for the customary time at the health clinic before he was released to his home after reportedly feeling well. Sometime after that, the man lost consciousness and was pronounced dead. The Israeli health ministry released a statement on the death. Now, watch the wordplay here. 75-year-old man from the north of the country suffering from active heart disease and malignant disease who has undergone a number of heart attacks, was vaccinated this morning against the coronavirus and died at home shortly after the procedure. Do you see how they set it up? It wasn't the vaccine that killed him. It was, he had heart disease. He had a bunch of heart attacks. He was a, he was a very sick man. It wasn't the vaccine. The vaccine didn't have anything. It just seems sort of circumstantial that that's there. But now, if the reverse is changed to where they can get a, a COVID case out of it, then they're happy to do that, and they don't want they don't want to they don't want to muddy the waters with heart you know heart attacks, heart disease, malignant. You see how that works? You see how the manipulation works? An investigation into the man's death had been ordered by the director general of the Ministry of Health, Professor Jose Levy, who's appointed a case investigation committee to be led by the head of MOH's Safety and Quality Division. Mm-hmm. Again. Let's just take a look at a few of these things. This is the FDA. Safety surveillance of COVID-19. This comes from their website. This isn't something I'm making up. This is from their own document. This is the draft they were working on of possible adverse event outcomes. It's subject to change, but this is stuff they knew from the studies that were being done, the tests of the, the vaccines. Some of these things I can't pronounce. I, I just, I can't pronounce them. Deaths is one that's there. It's pretty simple. Pregnancy and birth outcomes. Kawasaki disease. Multisystem inflammatory syndrome in children. Vaccine-enhanced disease. Autoimmune disease. Wait a minute, I thought vaccines didn't cause that. Isn't that what we're told? Anaphylaxis. Acute myocardial infarction, stroke, narcolepsy, and cataplexy. These are just some of the things. This also comes from the... uh, I thought this was lit up at the bottom of the the list here. You got heart failure. Hmm, 
Isn't that what this guy just died? They're trying to pin it on? Blood clots. Isn't that what the congressman-elect? That's what his his family and his pastor is saying. Brain disorders, convulsions, seizures, inflammations of brain and spinal cord, life-threatening allergic reactions, autoimmune disease, arthritis, pregnancy and birth outcomes, rapid-onset muscle weakness, vaccine-enhanced disease. Now, this comes from the CDC website, if I'm not mistaken. No, this comes from the FDA, too. There's a, there's a link here on what I'm reading here, too. Right at the top. And it's absolutely incredible that this, be, this is being pushed out on the public. Again, who comes to steal, kill, and destroy? Who comes to deceive? It's the devil. These are his children who are pushing this stuff. Okay? And again, speaking of mutant beer bugs, they're putting in more mind control. And you do realize that Operation Mockingbird out of the CIA, a lot of that has is nothing more than mass mind control. That's what it is. Why are some of you out there will go out and put the face diaper over your face, knowing full well, if you've listened to this show, I mean, we've read from the New England Journal of Medicine. Masks out in the public, out in the open, have little, if any, those are their words, not mine, little, if any, protection. And the way I see people with masks, the things, half the time when you see people, have you noticed, especially if they had the bright colored ones and stuff, they're dirty. Like these people have worn them for like three or four weeks and never washed them. They just throw it on the counter or whatever, put it on when they go out. You see what I'm saying? Have you guys seen some people like that? I just happened to notice that the other day when I was out and I was like, man, you, I mean, if you're at least going to wear it, wash that thing. Because it's gross looking. And then you have other people who put the things on and they got their hands all over it. It isn't even against their face. I mean, they're deceived and they're being deceived. And they're deceiving others by going along with it. I mean, they really are. And I don't say that to attack people. I, You know... I do. I feel sorry that people are so deceived that they think that little piece of tissue paper is going to stop something. Especially when we know what we know about exosomes or viruses and how your body produces those things to clean up the actual toxins, the things that make you sick inside. That's the real pandemic. Ignorance and fear. Ignorance and fear are the real pandemics right now. It really is. We've got a reporter. Now this one this one also came out this week. Again, I'm kind of jump I'm leaping off of this stuff of this is just your weekly update of the sideshow known as the beer bug. A reporter calls on... I love this. This was great. It was really great, okay? 
He calls on courageous religious leaders, leaders within the church. They're not really leaders. They're, I mean, we're told that, that those who are in authority are not to lord it over the others. They just have a different, they have a position of authority. But like uh, our government, they're, they're not our leaders, even though they may set an example. Reporter calls on courageous religious leaders to take a stand against COVID tyranny, but he tells the hypocritical, cowardly religious leaders to, quote, renounce their religion and, quote, admit that what true faith requires is too much. I, I love this. This is why I'll, I'll repost John Rappaport's stuff. Now, I don't know if John is a Christian or not. He's referenced several things from the Bible here. And I think he's just using that to try to communicate that, hey, this is what Christians are supposed to believe, and they're not living up to it. Um, he says, every early story about every religion shows how the state power of the day had to be overcome. Is it now time to develop terminal amnesia about these origins? In other words... He says what the Sons of Liberty say. <laughs> Resistance to tyranny is obedience to God. Are these stories buried because they're inconvenient? Quoting from an anonymously written article, Ancient Christian Martyrdom, a brief overview, by 200 AD, the Christian faith had permeated most regions of the Roman Empire, just as Jesus said it would. Go and preach the gospel of the to the whole earth, and by the way, some people who keep saying, well, that hasn't happened yet. Well, wait a minute, go read the book of Acts. The Apostle Paul says that the gospel had been preached to every creature under heaven. That's what Paul said under inspiration of the Holy Spirit. It's went to the end of the earth. Even then, that's in the book of Acts. Right? By 325, an estimated 7 million were Christians, with as many as 2 million killed for their faith. Among the reasons for this vast persecution, Christian refusal to worship or honor other gods was a source of great contention. You can have Jesus as your God. You can, you can be a Christian. Just don't say it's the only way. Just don't do that. That was the issue. So he goes on in this, in this thing, and he says this, is civilization now so advanced that suffering and even dying for one's faith is considered absurd? Is bargaining with the state over whether 10 or 50 members can enter a house of worship the cutting edge of rebellion? It seems to me people should renounce their religion if they're unwilling to go to the wall for it. Amen. Amen. That's exactly right. Because you don't believe what you're, what you're preaching. Just admit that what true faith requires is too much. It's too big a cost for you to do. And he goes on, he says, Jesus endured pain and torture and surrendered his human form in order to save humanity. But now faithful followers, I would say, we have to question whether or not they're faithful, can declare their loyalty during online virtual services, which is, look, I think that's fine as a ministry to those who can't get out of their house. We used to call them shut-ins. They're physically enabled to get out. I think that's a great ministry for those people. This is not for healthy people. And you pastors out there, if you listen to me, shame on you if you're shutting your, your doors and having online things because the state says so. 
Shame on you. Just renounce your religion, man. Just renounce it because it's, it's costing you too much. And you're giving reason for people to blaspheme the Word of God because of your faithlessness. Anyway, this is a great piece. If you haven't read it, um, this is on sonsoflibertymedia.com as well. Um, pastors, excuse me, a reporter calls on courageous uh, religious leaders to take a stand against COVID tyranny, tells hypocritical cowards to renounce their religion and admit that what faith, true faith requires is too much. It's really good. It's really, really good. Matter of fact, if your pastor is doing this stuff, you need to print it off and give it to him. Seriously, print it off and give it to him. Then we have a piece by Corey Lynn. I've got two more I'm going to hit really quick. We've got a piece by Corey Lynn called Vaccine ID Passport Spurs Future Underground Black Market. That This is exactly the Songbird thing that I was talking about, the film Songbird, where they have to have this, this, um, this band that says they're immune so they can actually go out and move around. Otherwise, they got to stay in their houses and they got to take their temperature every day with their smartphones. And if there's a fever detected, they come with the hazmat team and a SWAT team to come drag you out of your house and take you to the concentration camp where you're just going to die if they even get there in time. If you're not dead before. And now we're told... Oh, you're going to have to have the certificate of vaccination ID, COVID. You're going to have to have that before you can travel. That's already taking place. We we had Zed Phoenix on earlier this year before they implemented it. And he was talking about that's exactly what they were going to do over there. They're going to have a passport. Here in the United States, guess what? You you got a thing, what was it, this year? Or did it, has a year already passed? I mean, I think it was October, October of this year. You can't take a domestic flight without real ID driver's license. Yep. Another way for them to get money from you is what it is because it's it's just silly. You have to go down there to get a driver's license. You've got to take all your stuff anyway. Social Security and electric bill and something else and and money, of course. they they got to have money. It isn't like you aren't paying them enough in your taxes. All of this kind of stuff. To fly domestically. One state to another. No thanks. I'll just take a bus somewhere. Or This is ridiculous. It's getting ridiculous. There's, there's something else. Um, let me see if I can bring this up to, to make the point of this. Because I posted it yesterday. Somebody sent it to me. I don't post a lot of the, the memes and stuff. I just I don't do that, and I hate bringing up Facebook because I know I'm on here, and when people see that I go live, th- these people from foreign countries start sending me stuff, and it goes dong dong dong. It drives me crazy. Um, so here we go. I'm going to show you this meme because it makes a great point about what kind of goofy stuff that people will tolerate. This is the airport. Okay, (laughs) in the top, you got a picture of like six people. They're far more than six feet apart. They look like they're like 10 feet apart or something. And then 30 minutes later, they're all bunched shoulder to shoulder inside the airplane. 
<laughs> with mask on. I'm protected from the mask. I still got to get my rock. Because the one guy, he was just brilliant with it. Guy comes up to him in the store and says, you don't have your mask on. He goes, that's okay. I've got this little rock right here. And the guy goes, well, what is that rock going to do? He says, the same thing your mask is going to (laughs) do. It was brilliant. It really was. So we've got that. And then finally, I want to I want to bring attention to this one. I know Joni's in the chat room this morning. This is this is from our own Suzanne Hamner. There's a cover-up. This is what this is. The CDC updates guidelines on recommendations on individuals receiving RNA injections. And she's got about a uh, 18, I think it's about an 18-minute video in here. She says, to call this a vaccine is a misnomer since this is not to immunize an individual against any illness, which has never been proven a vaccine does. This is a human genome altering injection designed to produce an autoimmune condition. And remember, they're telling you that. That was among the things that I read off, autoimmune issues whereby the body produces the proteins the immune system is to combat. In other words, your immune system is going to fight itself. It's the classic definition of an autoimmune response, and uh, she's put together a video uh, you guys might want to check out there at sonsoflibertymedia.com and then head over to Brideon and give her some support over there. Um, Suzanne does what she does as a labor of love and contributes to us. She's been with me for a number of years contributing, and I know a lot of you guys like her stuff as well. I wanted to give her a shout out on this because it's really, I really wanted to play it, but I wanted to cover some of these things through the week as well so that you guys are aware of it in case you hadn't heard it. And a lot of you guys are on, you've got all kinds of time. Some of you are friends with me on Facebook and, and other places, and you're just sending me so much stuff. I apologize. I can't like see everything. I got to pick and choose what I'm looking at. But some of you guys are probably much more well-informed than I am. I'm certainly not the end-all, the, the, the guru here for all this stuff. But I can tell you this. When people ask me and they say, well, don't you know about this? And don't you know? No, I don't. I kind of look at what's pretty simple, what's straight in front of you. And that, to me, seems the best way to go to see what's going on here. You know, a lot of people don't understand, but the smarter you are, my closing music's fixing to come up. The smarter you are, Sometimes the easier it is to deceive you. Bet you didn't know that. I don't want you to be deceived. I want you to know the truth. Okay? You guys have a great weekend. Great Lord's Day tomorrow. And Lord willing, 6 a.m. Eastern Time, we'll be back with you on Monday. See ya.